We noticed already yesterday that the Torah introduces Noyach with the finest introduction that the Torah introduces actually anyone. The very introduction of Noyach begins with Noyach ish tzaddik. Tumim ho yubedaraisov. He's the only person in, in Tanakh who's called tzaddik. The only person in Tanakh that's called tzaddik. Yeah. He's correct, Rabbi Weiss. Kimis halach Noyach. The introduction of the Chimish in page 19 to Noyach is, we can say, absolutely wonderful. Until we learn Rashi, and Rashi comes and starts chipping away from Noyach, piece by piece. Tumim Rashi makes sure to mention that yesh doshim oiso lignai. Some dashen hit unfavorably. And they say, lefi doira hoyu tzadik. He was only a tzadik in his generation. Eli hoyu bedoira shalavruam, loy hoyu nechzav leklim. He would have been nothing. As to Elikim his halach noyach, ibe Avram yoyme his halach lefonai. The Eibish that tells Avram walk in front of me. Oh, ashe his halachti lefonov. I walked in front of him. Says Rashi, Noyach hoyutzurich sad letomchoi. Noyach is esuelikim. He needed the constant support of the Eibishte in order not to dwindle, in order not to fall, in order not to turn into a beast when the rest of humanity had turned into beasts. Avulavruam oyimischazik imahalich betzidkoi ma'aylov. Avruam didn't need the constant divine support. Avruam is, is halach lefunai. Avruam could walk in front of the Rebbeinu Shtoelam Kivyuchel. He had his own courage, his own moral compass, his own stamina, his own strength in order to remain intact, to remain moral, to remain decent. Noyach needed the constant divine support. So this is the second Rashi that demotes Noyach from the simple reading of the Pusik. From Bideroisov, Rasha said, only in his generation. As well, Kim says, Rasha is actually demeaning. He couldn't do it on his own, Noyach. He needed constant divine intervention in order to remain a decent person. We will continue with the Chemish now, and we will notice how along the Chemish, Rasha will continue to chip away on Noyach. And we will leave that question open as why did Rashi and the Gemara before him and the Medrash before them ask and desire to interpret Noyach in a negative connotation. Let's continue first, Pusikid Aleph. Vatishochis ho'oretz lefneyu elikim. The world became distracted in front of the Rebbeinu Shalom. The ability of human beings to act in such horrific manner has once again been exposed just over a week ago, Mr. President. In Eretz Yisrael, we realized how despicable human beings can be. We believed that human beings have evolved. 
We wanted to believe that after the Holocaust, human beings have learned their lesson and they wouldn't go back there. But in one short snoop, we've been taken back to the Dark Ages. We've been taken back to the day that man created the devil within himself with the ability to destroy and wreak havoc upon other beings. And with HaKadosh Baruch Hu seeing this, it is a very sad situation for the world. If you look in the end of last week's parsha, if you turn back to page 16, Vayar Hashem, I'm going to the last Pusik on page 16, Ki Rabbe Ro'as Ho'odom Bo'oretz, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw the increasing evilness of mankind on earth. And all his desire, and all his thoughts, and all his heart, is looking to create evil, cruelty, viciousness. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu regretted that he made man upon earth. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu became saddened. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu realized the ability of man, so to say, to create havoc on the creation that's so beautiful, HaKadosh Baruch Hu regretted that he ever made man. How right were the angels when they said, it is only us, Yidin, who have lived through the torture and tormentation of history that have given purpose and reason for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to smile. Because we have taught the world as we began today. Revenge is not in our blood. We look only to build. I was talking yesterday to my brother. He was furious with the constant media portraying the Eden as trying to take revenge. <coughs> My brother's a very wise man. And he tells me that when my grandmother was on her deathbed, there were a hundred grandchildren around. I don't know if they're all there in the room, but she had a hundred grandchildren approximately. And she was whispering and saying that this is the revenge that we have. Our revenge was not to go out and kill and murder. Our revenge was to marry, re-establish families and make sure that there's a continuity to what they destroyed. But sadly, in the first generation of mankind, we already see man taking out a sword against his brother as Cain took down Havel. And as we end Barashas, human beings have become the beasts, atrocities, horrendous atrocities. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu has seen everything. And in Pusik Yidbais, Vayare Likim Esoretz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked upon earth. Vehinei Nishchoso, it became destructive. Ki Hishchis Kolbose Ezdarka Yalo Oretz, they've all lost their way. 
talks to Noyach and he tells him, The end of flesh has come before me. The world is full of chumas. I'm going to destroy them from upon earth. The world no longer deserved to function. Mankind, along with the rest of creation, was about to be wiped clean. And we're going to try it once again to start anew. There's so much pain in this pasuk. After the joy of creation of last week, after the world was created, Hashem saw how beautiful the world was. And everything was delicious and everything was smooth. And now we're just one week later and everything had gone out of control. We're wiping everything off and we're going to give it a second chance. We're going to try anew.